You're listening to The Kelly Joe Show on Talk Jive Radio, a Damon production distributed by the Institute for Native Arts and Media, a 501c3 nonprofit organization based in Norman, Oklahoma. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect those of the INAM organization. Welcome, welcome to everyone, and thank you for tuning in to this segment uh, so, three informants accused ex-Louisville detective of soliciting sexual favors. They just got $1.8 million. And this is from Vice News. And you can see this on our social media pages. Three female informants who accused former Louisville Metro Police Department detective of soliciting sexual favors in exchange for helping them stay out of jail just settled their two-year lawsuit with the city for $1.8 million. The officer they accused, Detective Brian Bailey, was recently the subject of nearly of a nearly two-year-long Vice News investigation that uncovered a pattern of sexual misconduct by Louisville Metro PD officers. One of the women Vice News learned estimated that Bailey had pressured her to perform oral sex on him more than two dozen times and provided investigators with the shirt she kept that she said contained Bailey's semen. <clears throat> when I got out, he showed up and he told me I owed him, the woman referred to as Jane Doe told investigators in her interview. When asked what she meant by that, by owed, she said pretty much what he wanted was his dick sucked. The settlement regarding the allegations against Bailey was first reached in September and finalized earlier this month. Comes two years after the initial lawsuit was brought against Bailey and the police department. During its investigation, Vice News obtained inter internal documents and recordings going back more than a decade and conducted interviews with multiple accusers as well as current and former members of the police department. The information showed how the department repeatedly failed to take allegations seriously, allowing problem officers like Bailey, who resigned last year, to continue acting unchecked and in some cases to victimize more women. The police department was first made aware of sexual misconduct allegations against Bailey in 2016, when a woman filed an official complaint with the department alleging that the former detective had sexually abused her while she was working for him as a confidential informant. The woman told investigators she still had a phone with the pictures Bailey sent of his penis, but investigators lost track of her after the call and never got the phone she said contained evidence, according to the police, according to the case file obtained by Vice News. The case was closed six months later after investigators asked Bailey to sit down for an interview and he refused. But that wasn't the last time the department would hear allegations of sexual abuse against the former detective. Two more women filed official complaints, including one in 2020 with an even more serious allegation and evidence. While investigators waited for confirmation from the lab, another woman came forward with similar allegations against Bailey. She said Bailey let her take fentanyl before giving him oral sex. Twice, she said, he gave her the drugs, according to her interview with internal investigators, which was obtained by Vice News. 
Last year, the investigators with the Louisville Metro Police Department confirmed that the T-shirt provided by Doe contained semen that matched Bailey's DNA and concluded that Bailey had coerced sexual favors from multiple confidential informants, lied to investigators, and broke the law. But no charges were filed because the Jefferson County Commonwealth Attorney's Office was still reviewing the case. It's unclear what exactly the review entails, but Vice News learned that the Attorney's Office is requesting more phone records as well as follow-up interviews with victims. Vice News's recent investigation found that the number of women Bailey solicited is likely much higher than the handful who have come forward. Case files from the department's Public Integrity Unit, which investigates potential criminal behavior by officers, show that the police department was made aware of at least five other women who had been subject to similar behavior. It's unclear if any of those women are being interviewed as part of the Commonwealth Attorney's review of the case. <clears throat> Louisville Metro Police Department investigators opened a follow-up investigation into potential policy violations committed by Bailey, but he resigned one day before his scheduled interview. The $1.8 million settlement comes on the heels of a string of problematic news for the department. In August, four current and former officers, Brett Hankinson, Joshua Jaynes, Kelly Hannah Goodlett, and Kyle Meany were federally charged for their involvement in the 2020 raid that killed Breonna Taylor. Earlier this month, two former officers were sentenced to federal prison after they were caught on video throwing drinks at pedestrians from their patrol car. One of them, Brian Wilson, was also found guilty of cyber-stalking. Wilson hacked into the online accounts of more than two dozen women and then attempted to blackmail several of them, threatening to send private photos to friends, family, and employers. The Department of Justice investigation into whether the Louisville Metro Police Department has, quote, patterns and practices of violating citizens' rights, which has launched which which was launched in 2021 and is still ongoing. There is a lot to unpack there, Bobbies. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. First of all, so they've known about this officer and they know that he's been accused of harassing and raping informants, confidential informants. Now, we're talking confidential informants here. Those are usually people who are on the inside of a criminal organization or endeavor, right? They're they're people who are, you know, given information to law enforcement and law enforcement agencies. So, so do, is that why they don't matter? Because they're, they were already engaged in criminal activity and they just deserve whatever they get at the hands of law enforcement. Like you have to do this. This is, this is part of your punishment for, for making your bad decisions or whatever. It's Daniel Holtzclaw all over again. Cops are in a position of power, especially, especially when you've broken the law, especially. And, and, and I don't I don't care if it's just, you know, speeding. Law enforcement and police officers, especially the ones who make the initial contact, have so much power in that moment. 
They can decide if you're going to get a ticket. They can decide if they're going to arrest you. They can decide if they're going to let you go. They can, I mean, it's, it's, it's staggering the number of cases that we hear about just like this. And so, okay, so that, so they've been investigating, they've been getting these reports and been investigating him internally this whole time. Right before his interview, he, he, he resigns. How convenient. Like, okay, so, okay, so he resigns his position at the police department. Okay. Okay, fine. You're not a police officer anymore. You still fucking raped all those women. Like, how does he, how does he escape all of that? How does, like, and again, like, I'm, I'm curious. And, and so, so with this lawsuit, this is a civil lawsuit, y'all. This is a civil lawsuit. And it's taken two years and they only got $1.8 million. When you look at the grand scheme of all of that, that is a drop in the bucket for what these women have been through with the system. And, and I mean, let's just look at it this way. Cops investigating other cops. That is a slippery slope. There's a reason why when issues come up like this, law enforcement agencies generally don't want to. And shouldn't investigate their own. Somebody else needs to come in and do that. I mean, so, so all of this time and, and this officer, like, so he resigned from the force. So nobody's going to take it any farther. And I mean, he's given, he's given these women fentanyl. He's given them fentanyl so he can further take advantage of them in a in a in an altered state. And I mean, and th- and this is just this is just a story that that had Vice News not been investigating, we would not have known anything about this. I mean, these settlements, a lot of times they're tied up with non-disclosure agreements or NDAs. And with these law enforcement agencies, just like with colleges and universities, anytime that one of their own, especially law enforcement, uh, gets accused of anything, they close the ranks. Or administration. I shouldn't say just law enforcement, but administration too. Um, and and they aren't obligated or required to share any kind of information with us. Because it might compromise their case. And that is true. Like, it, it feels like a bullshit explanation, but it's true. And, I mean, I can't even imagine cops investigating other cops and how dangerous that is i mean these people these i mean this dude was already breaking the law he's already sexually assaulting women that's violent that is a violent violent thing and he's already 
He's already committing these crimes. He's already putting these women under duress. He's drugging them. And, you know, and there's there's Louisville. I I'm I am so glad. I am so glad though that those officers have federal charges brought against them for murdering Brianna Taylor because that's what they did. And it's I mean this is that's just so that's just so senseless. But what else is just absolutely appalling is this dude was entrusted by his community to serve and protect. And he was a predator out on the streets preying on the women in in his community. Not only, not only, not just any women, troubled women, women who had few options, women who he had complete power over their very freedom. He was threatening to send them to jail. And that happens every day. It happens in every community. I, I shudder to think how many Indian women, how many women of color, how many women, how many men this has happened to. Somebody's probably getting solicited right now, getting threatened to, for their freedom to get taken away unless they blow some cop or let some cop fuck them in the ass or something. It's it's just and and how do we as citizens fight back? We have to entrust the good, honest, decent law enforcement officers within those agencies. And even then the they're completely in danger. So it's, you know, but that's, that's the profession they chose. And so if it, if it comes down to public safety, getting predators off the street, no matter, especially, especially if they have a badge and public trust, they absolutely don't need to be allowed to prey on the women in, in our communities anywhere. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with me um, in this segment. Don't forget, if you want to donate, you can do that through Cash App, Venmo, or PayPal. You've been listening to The Kelly Joe Show on Talk Jive Radio, a damn Indian production distributed by the Institute for Native Arts and Media. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect those of the INAM organization. For more information or to donate, email Native Arts and Media Institute at gmail.com. You can always catch past episodes of all shows wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for your support.